Hello. We are live. Well, actually not really live, but we're here on the Devoted to the Dirty Detail podcast. So welcome to another episode. We're going to be talking about food and beverage today. And I have with me, I am the CEO of Devoted Columbus, and I have with me the lovely Tammy Hudson, who is the owner of Engaged Columbus, and the beautiful Michelle Ritchie, who is our wedding and event specialist, and she runs our whole wedding planning department. So welcome, guys. What's your yeah. name? Did I say my name? I no, you do that every time. <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> it's a mystery. My name's Jamie. Just Jamie. So just Jack. Just Jack. So food and beverage today, guys. We're gonna talk about um, right from the beginning. I mean, what's one of the most important things of the day? Breakfast. Breakfast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think could be easily forgotten about on your busy wedding day, and you maybe you had a lot of nerves the night before, and you wake up and you're just not hungry. But we're gonna encourage you to start the day off right a healthy smoothie, but, and have, have breakfast. Don't miss that. Um, I don't know, many of our um, brides, they tend to have all of their girls stay overnight and they'll have like maybe Panera or mom will have a bunch of breakfast items, you know, ready for everybody, juice, mimosas and all that fun stuff. What have you guys seen for breakfast? Yeah, I see a lot of bagels. Um, but a lot of our our girls are afraid that if they eat a lot of carbs in the morning that they're you know they're not gonna fit into their dress. Like don't you need sustenance. So make sure you eat. I would also suggest some sort of protein of Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. I would definitely stay on schedule because I know for like wedding day, you're gonna wonder like when's my daily juice gonna hit, you know? And I think if you're on a regular schedule, then you'll kind of know, you know, I'm sure that's something you think about, you know, um, you know. And being careful of the foods you eat for yeah. that very reason. Absolutely. Don't eat cheese if you're lactose intolerant for God's <laughs> sake. Yes. Yeah. Or don't try a new fat on your wedding day. Please. Just don't try new stuff. Yeah. No. Go yeah. with your old favorite. Um, what do you guys think about starting drinking in the morning? I mean, I'm a big fan of mimosas, so I, I, I love it, but you got to take it easy. You definitely, I know I get tired yeah. when I start drinking, so um, be, be aware of, of how your body normally reacts. Like, again, this is not a day that you want to try something new, so yeah. have a mimosa, calm your nerves, but maybe space them out a bit. Yeah. And she said, I mean, a lot of people with those champagnes that have a lot of sugar, that's what causes headaches. So maybe go, you know, do a little one that's not so sweet um, in the morning and you're, you're already getting the sugar from your orange juice. So just Mm -hmm. consider, right. Just what about a Bloody Mary? I I'm against it because I love Bloody Marys, but for me, I blow it up because of all the sodium. Oh, well, yeah. Sodium. Mm -hmm. Low sodium. Just get the low sodium one. Low sodium, yes. Yes. Bloody Marys are fun. But, you know, just be careful what you're wearing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Are we on to lunch yet, or is that just breakfast and lunch, or? Well, that was breakfast, and you know what? You know, we always talk about the girls. I don't know what the guys do. I bet you they don't eat breakfast. No, they're sleeping. (laughs) They're sleeping. 
the girls are getting up ready. Well, a lot of times the hair and makeup appointments are coming in, so they want to eat before they get that hair and makeup done. But yeah, lunch is another thing to consider. And um, where you're having these things. So it's definitely something I feel like you, it gets forgotten until maybe like a few days, maybe the week of, but prepare it a little bit early. Lunch, you know, will you be at the church? Are you going to plan to eat before the church or before you go to the venue to get dressed? Um, definitely eat before you get dressed. So it should be along those lines. And we've seen a whole bunch of different things. Like what have you guys seen for lunches? I remember, um, Jamie, a wedding I did with you. Do you remember it was at the Golf Club of Dublin? Golf Club of Dublin and the bride and her bridal party were super late because they had liquid lunches and they had been drinking that whole afternoon. Do you remember that? Like they started the party early. Yeah. Do you remember she didn't wear panties and she put on that dress, <laughs> that short dress later in the night? It was that bad. So as much as I'm for relaxing and drinking with your friends, oh my gosh. Keep it easy. Keep, yeah. Keep it classy. You gotta pace yeah. it because yeah, alcohol could ruin it your day too. So yeah. please, please pace it. And I know you gotta tell those guys they've got to pace it as well. So, um, but you've got to last a long time. I mean, this day is typically a very long day. It's 11, 12 at night. And some of the girls are waking up at seven, eight in the morning to start hair appointments, depending on how large their bridal party is. The larger the party, the earlier you are getting up. I don't think you realize that either. Absolutely. So you gotta make it last long. But yeah. yeah, lunches, I've seen, you know, if guys like go out on the golf course and they'll go golfing and they'll go into um, the golf restaurant, restaurant mm -hmm. here and have lunch or they'll go out um, and have, uh, I see the guys having lunch out a lot. Yeah, and the girls do. usually are in and they'll have it catered in with Panera or Jersey Mike's or, you know, um, Piata, somebody that has nice, you know. When guys bring in food, I've noticed it's always like pizza. It's pizza yeah. or Subway and it's, and that's perfectly fine, you know, and they, they're eating right before they get dressed and I think that's great, but there still has to be a plan for everybody to eat. Um, and my girls always do Jason's Deli or Panera seems mm -hmm. to be, and it's easier to get, I find that my, my couples eat a lot more when it's, when it's like finger food or just small enough for a few bites. Mm -hmm. um, and then they'll pick at it. Getting huge salads or getting huge meals is usually the food goes to waste and I don't see them eating that a lot. So mm -hmm. I would highly suggest like, like smaller sandwiches or agreed. Just, yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing too are things that will hold for a long time because don't you see that food, even if they're get, having lunch um, catered to them in the hotel room that they're getting ready in, that stuff sits is out. It, it sits out, but they still eat it. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, chip bags of chips, let's stay away from Cheetos, you know, um, just things, you know, bite-sized things that are easy and things that last. I mean, I've seen them order soup and I don't see soup being eaten, but they'll get they it don't. from like Panera bread and stuff and they don't eat it. So mm -hmm. yeah. dip the soups. Yeah. 
Um, I've picked up lunch as a wedding day assistant many times. I've gone and picked up already pre-ordered lunch. So definitely get the orders ahead of time. I love, you know, rather than trying to wrangle everyone the day of, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Get that like days in advance. Do you like turkey, ham, veggie, what? You know, just get them a box lunch. They're going to eat it no matter what. Yeah. 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 Cool. Anything else with lunches? Let's go. Snacks are important too. Yeah. Yeah. So. That, that goes back to kind of the things that can sit out, right? So the granola bars, the bags of chips, those kinds of things, just having that stocked in your suite or wherever you're getting ready, just from the start. Yeah. That's something too that I think you know, if they're remembering it, we, as wedding day assistants, we would bring this, we're not wedding, actually a full wedding planning service. We bring bags of snacks, granola bars and, and chips and, and nuts and things like that, that they forget. They, those that have forgotten, and they're always hungry at the churches. I feel that's where they're most hungry because there's like a waiting period where they're sitting and they're waiting for all the guests to enter the church. And so they're, they're wanting to eat. Everybody's hungry. So I'm going to throw in some mints there too. Mints. Yes. So um, let's stay, stay away from the gum, you know, but definitely the mints for nice fresh breath. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. For any sandwiches with onions. <laughs> hey, I would definitely keep like a whole bunch of water. Oh yeah, water with you. Like as wedding planners, we always bring a little thing of water, um, and it goes quickly. Again, always at the church or at the ceremony space, it's just done. Yeah. So bring water. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even consider straws if you have them because Mm. this is going to mess up my lipstick. Whereas a straw, Mm -hmm. yeah, better. Not for the guys. Not so much for them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. So then that brings us to, let's just go to cocktail hour then. Mm-hmm. What, what are we going to talk about at cocktail hour? So Michelle, don't you get some weddings that say they don't want food during cocktail hour? Have you had that? So many times. <laughs> yes. So guys, your guests have been there for a while. You're hungry. The last time you ate may have been lunchtime. It's 5.30, your nerves got your stomach all twisted, and now you're finally ready to eat. If there isn't food at cocktail hour, one, you're not keeping your guests entertained, because that is a way to keep guests entertained, is have food. Yep. Um, but also, everybody's starving at that point, so you start getting hangry guests and hangry <laughs> attendants. So I would highly recommend some sort of food mm-hmm. at cocktail hour. Absolutely. And if you're not going to, then don't have a cocktail hour. Just go right into dinner. I hope you did a first look so you can go straight in to seated dinner or get seated for dinner. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, you know, you definitely don't want to have alcohol when there's not food. You're not setting the whole event up for success. You're going to have people drunk very early. So, you know, here's a couple, here's a trick, you know, a a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to save money. I don't have a lot of money for food. So I'm just going to do a cheese tray, or I'm just going to do a veggie tray, right? Um, It's probably the biggest waste of money. And I'm just going to say it because when 
through the years and years of doing this, we take away so many trays of veggies and cheese mm -hmm. and crackers that just go in the trash. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes when everybody's starving and it's the only thing out there, they'll eat it. More so cheese and crackers than veggies. Mm -hmm. Nobody loves eating their veggies. I don't know why. Um, but I'm going to suggest that you have butlered appetizers. It's, it's less expensive. It really is. It's less expensive and they're passing it. So there's a controlled amount of food going out. Um, and you can usually pick some fun items, whether it's, you know, we can talk about some items. There's some great items that are good for hot days and great items that are good for cold days. Mm -hmm. um, but what are some of your favorite pasts or d'oeuvres, guys? Right here. Okay. So I, one of my favorite weddings I ever did, I loved it. They had these little um, mini tacos and margarita shooters and oh. they were packaged together so well. So it was like a little two biter and a little, sh oh, mm, my favorite. Same kind of idea. Mm -hmm. I love the grilled cheese. So it's like a little mini mm -hmm. grilled cheese on the edge of a tomato soup mm -hmm. shooter. I can't even mention who has the best one, but it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. And yeah. shrimp shooters. I just, I'm a big fan of the, of the shrimp shooters too. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I love anything in a cup. So even if you do want to save a little money, I like crudite, which is basically vegetables in a glass with ranch dressing on the bottom. So it's all very mobile. What do they call it? Like cocktail, you know, crudite cocktails or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's a good way to save money. And another good money saver, because they're so cheap, are deviled eggs. Yes. I love a deviled yes. egg with a little piece of bacon in it or something fancy. Put good a little protein. spin on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good protein. I love it. Deviled eggs are cheap and easy. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're a DIY bride, I always say that wrong. Do it yourself. And if you're right. trying, if you're trying to save save money for cocktail hour, I mean, you don't need to go for the seafood. The seafood, uh, you know, you see a lot of costs in the shrimp tower with this beautiful display. You don't need to do that. Yeah. So, but you need to have food if you're gonna have alcohol, it's just like Jamie said. Mm -hmm. Candy bacon is always a hit. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Always a hit. So good. I'm hungry. I know, me too. <laughs> and we're, we're doing this podcast before dinner. Okay. <laughs> yes. Any, any skewers, any like little mozzarella, tomato skewers, those are really inexpensive and easy, you know? Yeah. I think for the COVID, um, I think the cups and little individual things like that are very good as well. Seeing mm -hmm. that you're getting an <laughs> appetizer. And there's Michelle's dog. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I've got mine here pawing. He wants to get up on my lap. Um, so yeah, appetizers can be so much fun. Have you guys had appetizer or cocktail hour where there's actually food stations? Not cocktail hour, dinner. Not cocktail hour, yeah. Not cocktail hour. Yeah. So you can have appetizer stations where there's an action station and I I'm gonna say right here and I'm gonna tell you that it was more so my Indian wedding but I think it's a great idea to have I mean it gives you there's like an action station where they're doing something small little bites whatever it is 
um, that guests can grab. You should have it stationed and you should have pass. Don't always just have one thing right. or you're going to have everybody there. But it, it's just a little showy. It's a little entertainment and it's a little bit of food. So mm -hmm. um, it's just something to do that's different. That again, you guys both said dinner. It's because you don't see it much with cocktail hour, but I think it would be a no. lot of fun. No, I've seen it a lot at just like, um, honestly, corporate reception, you know, and, yeah. I've, yes. and I've definitely done station dinners, you know, or receptions, which I love, by the way, I think they're awesome. So um, another option. So you talk about doing something with some action. Mm -hmm. uh, remember, we did, we had the oyster shucker girls. Yeah around yeah, yeah, yeah. and they had all the sauces on their belt and they shucked them in front of you um now that's not a budget-friendly option let me tell you but it's amazing it's fun yeah everybody entertained um even if people didn't like oysters they were getting them right <laughs> they were just like <laughs> so fun so to do it so yeah yeah fun so many options for those kinds of things yes so alongside um, alongside the food, we can talk a little bit about half or like I want to say happy hour cocktail cocktail hour beverages. So um, a lot of options for there, whether you're drinkers or non-drinkers. So yeah. what are some things that you guys have seen? I'll tell you what I would do if I was going to get married again and I had an unlimited budget, <laughs> I would hire like a drink tank or, you know, something really fun. Margarita man. Yeah. Just a station, you know, something fun and unique where they were doing drinks, but I'd a hundred percent still do Butler wine and beer because a majority of your guests are just going to probably drink beer and then you know a smaller percentage is your mixed drink crowd so i would probably or either that or maybe i would have a station like a big tub of help yourself beer so that eliminates half the line and then maybe another tray of like red and white wine over here and then your mixed drinks at a drink tank or a bar or something I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys think? What do you think? No, I love that idea. I, the, one of the biggest problems I see is that, so you have, you don't want to hire staff for a second bar, right? Because it costs money. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I see long, long lines mm -hmm. after, you know, into cocktail hour and it's just, people are waiting forever to combat that. I love that idea. I love the, the second option Mm -hmm. guests entertain so remember that's that's one thing that you have to keep in mind when you're planning a wedding and while you're taking pictures they're entertained so it keeps them entertained and it gets them to that alcohol quicker mm -hmm. for sure but I love that idea and and people like like drink tank they may they will also offer non-alcoholic at the same time mm -hmm. so you don't have those people in that main line either yeah there's many companies out there like that that are super fun. Mm -hmm. But one of my favorite things as an attendee, as attending as a guest, is being greeted with a cocktail. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's yeah. nothing better than being greeted. I mean, how welcome do you feel when you walk in and you're greeted with a drink? I don't you know. feel like it's luxurious. Yes. Yeah, it feel, yeah. What there's about those walls that they have now where they've got the champagne walls? Yep. Here's yeah. a little trick too, if you want to save money, I'm assuming champagne's probably cheaper than your mixed drink. 
And if, you, if I see that first, I'm going to take it first. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I don't know if I'm trying to save money on the hard stuff or whatever, you know, put the, the past wine or the past, you know, the Greek drink in eyesight first and then work for the more expensive drink. Um, yeah. I know we're going backwards, but <laughs> I am obsessed with ceremonies that meet you with, that, that give you alcohol before the 100%. ceremony. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love yes. that. And, and it's, and it's not like, oh, full open bar. I mean, it's that past drink. Yes. It's that welcome drink. Yes. And then you have time to socialize a little bit before the ceremony starts. Yes. And I, I freaking love it. I do too. Love it. My <laughs> cousins, Mark and Lindsay did that for their wedding and I'll always remember it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it is something it's a memorable wedding. These are things you do remember though. I remember. Yes. And if you want people to remember things and you're always looking for ways to be different, but my brother did that. I mean, they had it at a little boutique um, hotel in DC. And when you entered right before at the door, you're entered with two different colored they were doing martinis and I'm like, so oh. pick which martini and you sit down and you can double fist. martini for the cop for the ceremony. I mean, of course you can't do this at a church people. No, no. But, but when it's, when it's somewhere else, it's really fun. Oh yeah. 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 I just did a wedding that did, um, so, you know, COVID weddings, it's, it is a thing, right? So they ended up doing their cocktail hour first before their ceremony like a full-fledged cocktail hour before their ceremony um it was really strange to think about for me because i'm very you know trained kind of traditionally when it comes to that so thinking about things out of order how to shift people in between but it was so neat and it just by the time the ceremony rolls around everybody's very relaxed nobody's over intoxicated but everybody's relaxed and they're there to enjoy it and their focus and it it was nice it was really nice mm -hmm. to see that yeah good. I've, I've attended a wedding like that and it was we were like tipsy during the ceremony and we're like laughing <laughs> it was so fun it was really fun <laughs> no laughing during a ceremony <laughs> <laughs> well since we're on ceremonies and we went backwards um so i don't want anybody to forget if you are having an outdoor ceremony make sure you provide some kind of um, water, sparkling water with some fruit in it, but like outside, it's really nice to have um, water on hot days available mm -hmm. to your guests because I have been to many um, ceremonies where there wasn't anything to drink and they're trying to find people from the venue asking for a bottle, you know, asking for a bottle of water, can't find anything. So make sure you cover that as well. Yeah. So um, signature drinks are a big thing for, you know, many couples and mm -hmm. um, to have during cocktail hour. And I've seen, you know, sometimes, so cocktail hour, you could have, you could have beer and wine only. You could have just passed. You could have just champagne passed. You could have just, um, just a signature drink. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, obviously something, it depends on, you know, your budget and what you want to do, but um, signature drinks are usually named after the couples and, um, or their pets. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Pets. Yeah. And they're, yeah, they've, I don't know. Can you, I can't think of any, um, signature drinks I've had or the names, but they're, you know, cute names, mm. different, different ingredients, but, um, yeah, they're fun. It's a great option. 
a lot of meals. So a lot of, um, a lot of people are choosing mules right now. Um, so they'll come up with some really fun names around either their, a lot of pet names. So they'll, they'll pay homage to their pets with a name like Fluffy's Moscow Mule or, or something along that lines. And it's just, it's a way to incorporate that. But, um, and a lot of, um, a lot of sex on the beaches, mm-hmm. you get a lot of those. Um, and then for, for signature drinks, I think a lot of couples decide that they want to make them in bulk and just kind of have an easy pour for the bartender mm-hmm. to, to pour that. So it doesn't have to be over. You can control how much alcohol goes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I see a lot of that. Yeah. How often do you guys see um, cash bars at weddings? I know, Jamie. I know. Well, here's the thing, Jamie. Okay. I, I've worked at a venue where brides and grooms are trying to save money. You probably don't see that very often because if they're hiring you, they have a little bit of money. You know what I mean? So I feel like there are ways around. I know cash bar. I know. Well, here's the thing. Um, I, I get the wanting to save money a hundred percent and I get, especially in COVID and stuff like that, but I feel like there's so many other options. I mean, these are people you are inviting to your party. Like if you were to have a party at your house, Tammy, and you said, Hey, everybody come over for Christmas. And then you started charging us for drinks at your house. I know. I know. I know. But it happens though. It happens. It happens. Here's when it's okay. It is 100% okay. Um, Your last hour, you know, maybe your last hour, it is okay. I've seen people that, you know, really don't want to provide hard liquor. So that's cash, but they're doing post. A limited wine. That's Mm -hmm. fine. Beer and wine. Even if, I feel like it's even okay if you do post, you know, you have a signature drink and you're providing non-alcoholic beverages and everything else is cash. I feel like you need to do some posted beverage. I 100% agree. Even if it's just a specific beer and wine and signature drink and then everything, you know, or something. Yeah. 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 No, I absolutely agree. Or covered for a specific amount of time. I know you said that already, but that's fine too. Um, I don't like drink tickets either. I'm not a fan of drink tickets. It's, I know, I think that that should be the bartender's responsibility. Like you arrange that on how many, how many drinks you're giving out or whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's best at that point just to say we're covering cocktail hour. And yeah, exactly. Cash. I mean, just you, yeah. you're better off doing that. But do understand too. I mean your bar bills can be somewhere up to the same price as your food bill. I mean, you could have a $4,000 food bill and a $4,000 bar bill, three to four. Um, So it's just something that's kind of, you just need to, you know, know that, save for it. It's based on the amount of guests. Now many, if you're COVID, maybe many are going to be a smaller wedding. So you're going to save money automatically. Less guests, less money you're spending guys. Mm -hmm. But um close your bars during dinner. That's probably the biggest thing that, you know, they'll want to keep it open the whole time, which I guess if it's per consumption, which means you are paying per drink, that's fine because not many are drinking during that time. Um, But if it's like a package bar, you're completely wasting your money by not closing it down during 
you know, you're paying the same amount you would for the last three hours during dinner. And people, there's too many activities going on during dinner. They're not going to get up or serve wine at dinner or, you know, have a wine pour. So mm -hmm. um, I just suggest closing it down. Not only, I mean, there's a reason for doing that too. It's for them to stay tuned to what's going on in the reception room, whether your bar's in the room or not in the room, but you want to keep them paying engaged. attention and engaged. Yeah. During that time. So, yeah. My favorite alcohol saving tip, skip the champagne toast. Yes. Don't skip the toast, but skip the champagne toast. Yep. I agree. Most people don't drink the champagne that are set, that's set in front of them. Um, if you really want to do a champagne, like you're really set on champagne toast, um, build in a little extra time and have, have the uh, servers ask mm -hmm. if the guests want, want champagne. Um, yeah. But otherwise, if you preset it or, or they just assume, you're going to waste so much champagne and it's not cheap. No. No, I agree with you. A lot of it gets thrown away. But I have to tell you my favorite champagne, my favorite champagne toast. Okay. Um, so it wasn't too many years ago, but we had a wedding and the couple was pregnant, but they didn't tell anybody. Nobody knew. Nobody. And um, they knew the gender. So it was after you were at the. I was there with you. <laughs> I remember helping you shop for the champagne. Yes. Oh, boy, did I, boy, did I have to shop for the champagne. Okay. Yes. So the the gender reveal was at their reception, and it was going to be determined on the color of the champagne. Now you know the gender when I say it's easy to find pink champagne. It's not so easy to find blue, but it exists. So. As the servers were all going around pouring blue champagne and nobody knows why, because the room is all decorated. It's Christmas. It's, yeah, it's uplit winter. with blue and winter and it's gorgeous and it's beautiful. So it looks like that blue champagne just matches this wedding to the T. Like, oh my gosh, they went all out and even their champagne matches this wedding. And then the couple stood up. And announced what it was for, and it was just so exciting. So, so cool! Cool. <laughs> so cool! Yeah, and I remember the um, remember those giant, those giant, what do you, what do you call them? Um, the cookies that they had. Um, I why can't I think of the they're the best cookies? Oh, yeah. the macarons. Macarons. Yeah, yeah, macarons. yeah. Yeah, they were giant. Oh, they were cookies. So they were good. Yeah. so good. By the way, but yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, good. Yeah. Oh, anyway, well, other than that, I couldn't agree more with you with the champagne. Skip it. <laughs> absolutely. No, that's well, awesome. Well, I think we're just about out of time. I think we're going to have to hit dinner on our next, on our next one. There's so oh, much to talk about. So much. I love talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> I love eating food. Yes. Time flies by. Go so fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're going to come up with some great ideas then. We're going to have some good chat next So week. anything else with then ceremony or cocktail hour? I'm Any sure. Final thoughts? Um, final thoughts. <laughs> incorporate alcohol, but not too much. Um, make sure there's food. Mm -hmm. And uh, don't spend money. If you're budget conscious, don't spend money on, um, on like champagne for mm -hmm. everybody. Uh, I think Pass, I or Pass orders. 
my, my final thought is to have your wedding day assistant or your catering captain um, put a tray of appetizers aside for you and your wedding party while you're getting pictures done so that you can sample all your yummy deviled eggs. And that is so true. There's nothing, there's yes. nothing worse. I mean, it's, it's kind of a hardship. It's hard to pick all of these foods. And then if you don't get to try them, I mean, I you're kind of- to try mine at my wedding. It's just oh. so stupid. Like you don't even think oh. about it. So think about it, guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Put it aside for sure. Well, thanks for being with us for um, this episode of food and beverage. I guess we'll call it for your uh, beginning day to through cocktail hour. Yes. Um, we're Stay tuned for part two. <laughs> yeah, part two. We're devoting Columbus, um, and we have lots of resources out there for you. Make sure you're checking out our wedding directory website, our wedding planning guide, which is both. Um, online and free copies we've got the the wedding experience coming up october 25th we have um our next resale market coming up on the biggest shopping day november 29th we've got lots of online resources ohio brides helping brides the resale market online as well so however we can help let us know we're here for you and have a great night take care bye bye